I thought it would be nice to allow the readers who don't know me personally to have an opportunity to hear my voice. So today I'm going to play an audio cassette recording that I did in November 1987. So the quality um, of that um, audio cassette is not particularly outstanding, but it happened on the very next day after the tragic King's Cross fire in the London underground. So it has a bit of historical uh, interest. Friday, November 20th. And I thought I'd uh, make a little bit of tape tonight. You know, it's about 12.30 at night right now. Um, just to say that I had a really nice day today. I got up fairly early this morning and um, went down to London and uh, with the letter that John Bailey wrote for me and got a, a, a um, entrance pass for the uh, manuscripts reading room and then I went to the manuscripts reading room and I called up uh, the letters that T.S. Eliot had written to Sidney Schiff covering the period from 1919 to about 1930. And, um, and I read through those and I read through the one uh, he'd written while he was at uh, Margate where he talked about writing the first 50 lines of what became the wasteland. Um, and so it's very interesting. I mean, it's quite a, an amazing experience to uh, read the actual letters, which of course were bound up in a red British Library binding and had been pasted onto um, strips of paper. So you didn't actually handle the letter itself. Um, But it was rather, rather nicely done, and it was amazing to, I mean, the names that cropped up in this letter, I mean, at one point he told Sidney Schiff that he would send a letter to James Joyce, a letter of introduction to James Joyce, because Sidney Schiff was going to be in Paris, this was in 1922, which is, of course, the year that Ulysses was published. And the, uh, he also mentioned Wyndham Lewis, uh, Ezra Pound, uh, he even mentioned Proust. <laughs> so, I mean, his letters are filled with the names of, of you know, well-known figures early 20th century literature, and it's just quite amazing that how they all uh, seem to know each other and form this sort of one sing single group which dominated the literary scene. And then, of course, people like Sidney Schiff, whom I'd never heard of before, was also an inspiring writer who, unlike Pound, Elliot, and Joyce, didn't seem to make a name for himself. Wyndham Lewis is sort of secondary, but figure. 
unknown, but not considered highly significant either. So that was very interesting. So I, I felt like it was worthwhile both to get a pass for the manuscript room for the next two years, and um, and because now I feel like I can wrap up the uh, article on Pound Elliot and Penofsky at the Melancholic Farce, and I feel like now I can sort of do my last sort of minor fizzling around revisions and give that to Stephen Wall, I hope, by the end of next week. Um, I think it's unlikely I'll have any sort of definite commitment on Stephen Wall within six weeks, but uh, at least I wanted him to have the manuscript before I left Oxford. And then about tea time, I decided that I would go over to uh, Kristen Cheel, as I called them last night to get to make sure it was okay if I came by, and they of course said yes, and uh, and I was going to take the bus over, and I waited 20 minutes and I couldn't get a bus, so finally I decided to take the the underground, and that was without mishap. Uh, one reason I was a little nervous about taking the underground is that. Just last night, in fact, um, 30 people were killed in a uh, escalator fire at King's Cross. Um, it's really very sad, very frightening, in fact. Because um, when the es it was one of those old wooden escalators, you know. And what had happened is when it went on, when it caught on, when the escalator caught on fire. Uh, this, I mean, I didn't actually read a lot of details, this is just what I picked up along the way. So when the escalator caught on fire, of course, all the lights went out in the station, and most of the people that, were, that died, died of smoke inhalation. And they were the, ironically enough, they were the people who had tried to get out of the, um, of the, of the, uh, of the station. So in other words, the people that survived actually the fire were the people that stayed on the platform rather than the people, and the people who died were the ones that tried to leave the platform and get back up to the street because that's where the fire was. And it's all very uh, tragic. And the other thing is that, uh, the other really sad thing is, of course, the trains kept running and that, that people actually got out of the train at that stop, not knowing what was going on. Um, and that's really sad. So, uh, things were on the underground were pretty quiet and sobering today. Um, Oh, because I wasn't anywhere near King's Cross anyhow. Because when I arrived, I went from Marble Arch to Tottenham Court Road, and then I, I went Tottenham Court Road to Embankment, and got a train directly to Wimbledon, which is really unusual. Because you used to have to always change at uh, Earl's Court to get a Wimbledon train, so I got a train at Embankment that took me all the way to Putney Bridge. So they must have somehow worked out that 
problem. Um, and then I went down to Chris and Sheila. 